people need an income that's guaranteed to them. If you lose money to taxes, you're never getting that money back. You need to get serious about adding some lower risk. Greed. I don't like greed. The thing to be afraid of, honestly, is the thing that we're not thinking of, the black swan event. There's a tsunami coming. Bye, bye, bye. Welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers. Just coffee talk. There's a lot of noise, a lot of chatter. Who do you listen to? Who do you not listen to? You have to stay focused. A fun and informative look at the issues of wealth, retirement, and protecting your life savings. These advisors out there that were trained to sell, 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 and have all these fees, fee, fees, they don't want to talk, talk, talk about this product because <laughs> so they make less, less, less money. <laughs> and now, Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers. Hello again and welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. My name is Randy Cook. Welcome to a brand new year and welcome to a brand new year of Zinnia Wealth. Sharice, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm all rested up good. and uh, had a great Christmas holiday. What about you? I did pretty good, but I didn't sit in the snow like you did. You went up to North Carolina <laughs> and you, you decided to get completely out of Florida and, and get right into it, didn't you? I did. My sister, she lives in Mooresville in North Carolina, and we went to her house for a couple of days. And by the way, Randy, you've seen Home Alone 1 and 2, right? Yes, I have. Okay, so it, just a, the sequence of how this all roll, rolled out was before we went to North Carolina for the last the couple of weeks before that, my son, I was like, you've got to watch Home Alone 1 and 2 with me. Uh -huh. And he loved the movie. And he's like, that's kind of like me. I'm like, it sure is, buddy. <laughs> and um, the little boy in it. What's his name? Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as soon as we got to my sister's house for two days, because all the kids were there, the families were there, and... They have a three-story home, mm -hmm. and all I did was run up and down three stories <laughs> every day, all day long, collecting mitts and gloves, and who's theirs, and where's that? I'm like, and I, it's funny, by the end of the day, I told the whole family, I was like, this is like home alone. They're like, oh my gosh, what did we forget? <laughs> yeah, exactly, which <laughs> kid? Was, yeah. I know, and it, yeah, it was a little crazy. And then um, my sister's like, well, let's go get a house for you know three or four nights over in North Carolina and do some snowboarding, and I went... Isn't that called ice skating? Because they don't get a ton of snow. So I kind of stereotyped it. And uh -huh. I've never been there. And we went. And the big blizzard came in. And they yeah. shut down the roads for two days. We couldn't leave our place. But I'm going to tell you, it was truly amazing. And we had so much snow. And we all got out snowboarding. And it was a really, really nice time. So Beach Mountain, North Carolina, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Because it was such a great, fun time for the kids and a great mountain. And we had eight inches of snow and I never thought it would snow like that there, but it did. So it was quite wonderful. It's always good when you can get in it and get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was home alone in North uh, at beach mountain too, because it was a two story place and with, it was a smaller place. So you had all of us running in and out. It was chaotic, but um, we, we had to hike uh, a fourth of a mile in this blizzard to get food because we were not expecting the storm uh. to come. So my sister and I did the first day and then the second Second day, a couple of us did it another day. So it was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as Eli isn't setting booby traps all over the house, that, that would be a, yeah. a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, he did great. Eli That's did good. great. <laughs> all right. Well, we're all glad that you're back. And here we are in a brand new year. And of course, one of the things you talk about is in New Year's resolutions. And we talk about financial New Year's resolutions. And it could be something as simple as, you know, 
you look at each other as a couple and you say, you know, we've never done a will and, and we really probably should get to that. Or you may look at your 401k and the, the money may be going down and you say, we got to do something about that. Or it's really time to actually sit down with a financial advisor and actually have a strategic plan. So Sharice, I mean, New Year's resolutions in yeah. financial ways, it comes in a lot of different uh, shapes and sizes, doesn't it? It really does. Um, at the beginning of the year, we all focus on let's get healthy. Let's either meditate. Let's work out more. Let's eat better. And it's also your financial wellness as well. So you want to focus on that at the same time and making sure that for the next 12 months, because things are going to change over the next 12 months. There's people out there saying the market's going to keep going down. And some people are saying the market's going to go up. And, you know, are, are you prepared for that financial wellness, the financial health of your portfolio, whatever direction it goes down? Do you even know what's going to happen to your portfolio? So we do encourage people not just planning for your incomes and your portfolio management, making sure you understand what your portfolio is capable of doing, but do you have the wills and trusts that need to be set up for your beneficiaries and your spouses and family? Do you have the long-term care plan you know, set in place in case something does happen? Do you have your tax plan really honed in on because, hey, you got to get ready to pay some taxes here and there's some strategies you can work on before you go see the tax man? And uh, there's so many things. So health and fitness, financial wellness, all, you know, works together and it's a body, mind and spirit. And, you know, while you're going to the gyms, think about financially, you know, have you saved enough? Do you have an emergency fund? Have you talked to your financial advisors? Are you seeking a new advisor? Uh, are you in a new season of life where you need a change? You know, if you, you have questions, you know, come in and see us because New Year's resolutions, what do they say about New Year's resolutions by mid-February, everybody craps out yep. and uh, <laughs> it all goes away and it we don't does. care anymore it's truth. With, with fitness. But when it comes to, you know, your financials, people come and they go in that arena, but, you know, trying to get it done ahead of time and early before the first quarter is done will make you feel so much more healthier in your portfolios and your financial situation. Well, I think that uh, just make that appointment. I mean, make the commitment to an appointment. I find that, you know, even when you're planning a vacation, you sit down and you and you work it all out and then you go, okay, I'm booking the flight and I'm booking the hotel. And then you make a commitment to it and you're going to go. Well, that's the same with this. Sit down with Sharice and the team at Zinnia Wealth, make an appointment, get a date on a calendar, and let's talk through what your concerns are about the new year and as we go into the future. But this is a time when we look back a little bit and I can just say hasta la vista 2022. See you later. Uh, we're, we're glad this one is over with. Okay. So yes. as we close the book on 2022, here's what we have. It's the worst year for the stock market since 2008. The Dow was down overall 19.4%. NASDAQ down 33%. Uh, inflation was at its highest in 40 years, and the Fed raised interest rates a total of 4.25% throughout the year. All of these are big, big numbers, Sharice. And I bet there's a lot of people that are looking at their 401ks now and they're going, I don't want to have any more of this happening because I've dropped a lot. And now I hear people say, we're going to drop some more. So if somebody makes that appointment and comes in for the portfolio x-ray, what do they walk away with? What do they see? What do they get out of that? So when they come in for the portfolio x-ray, we are analyzing the complete package in that portfolio. So if you're at a big bank or brokerage firm, you're going to bring in your statements and we're going to put all the data and the software and we're really going to look at, okay, 
if we have another 2008 crash, truly, because you can only go back on, you know, what happened in the past because we can't predict the future. But will your portfolio lose as much as it would have in 2007 and eight? Number one, that's the first thing we look at. So we look, we talk about drawdown. How far will your portfolio draw down? How much will it lose during this roller coaster ride? And in 2007, 8, 9, the max drawdown where it bottomed out, the S&P was 51% approximately. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who are coming in were looking at their portfolios, new people, brand new people, and they're, they're showing 40 and 43 and 45. And I had somebody who was uh, last, I don't know, a couple of few weeks ago, all the way down to 55. And they had already lost half of that. And I said, now, what happens if the market keeps tumbling backwards? You know, are you willing to risk another 25% if it all goes down just perfectly? And for this person, they were getting ready to retire. So it was more important to really hone into that strategy and maybe take some exposure off the table and restructure versus somebody who has maybe 10 years before they retire. So everybody's situation is a little different. So we want to see what's the biggest loss you can take based on the investments you're in. Number two, the fees. We want to dial into the internal fees, the commissions, everything, because there are funds and people's portfolios nine and a half times out of 10 that have been hit with big, big internal fees. We call them expense ratios, and they average around 1% a year. That goes to your brokerage firm. It doesn't go to your advisor. And then we look at the advisor fee. We look at, is there a commission or no commission? And I'll say eight out of 10 people who come in, it's a very commissionable mutual fund. And I'll say, listen, we can lower these expense ratios from 1% to 0.2%, get rid of these commissions by just maneuvering that mutual fund to another type of fund that does not have those such things. That's why we use index funds, exchange traded funds. And they look at me, they say, well, can I make as much money or can I lose as much money? And I say yes to both (laughs) because you can make as much money and lose just as much money in those types of funds. But if you do lose Half the battles, the internal fees inside of them, as you're trying to make these gains back up over the next couple of years, you don't have such high fees hitting you and going against you the whole time. So we're going to analyze that. We're also going to analyze your bonds. We look at the duration and how much they can lose every time interest rates go up 1%. And on average, a lot of these people who have these mutual funds, every time interest rates went up 1% last year, what happened? Their bonds lost an average of 3 to 5 and a lot of these bond portfolios out there are hemorrhaging still. That might change here in the future, though. So we want to look and really dial in. I'm like a doctor with the scalpel, and I'm just analyzing every little thing. And if you come in and it looks perfect, it looks great, I'm going to say, wow, you've done a great job. I've done that probably twice last year. You don't need to change anything. This is everything I would be doing. Some of the things I might sprinkle in is saying, hey, you know, you, if you have this fund that's paying a 2% dividend, why wouldn't you replace that fund with this one that's paying a 4% dividend? That uh, just gets you thinking. We want to make smarter choices, even if it is a really good portfolio. So that portfolio X rate is very valuable. We used to charge for it. We do not charge for it anymore. It's just something that we want to share with the community and educate you on. And then if you love your advisor so much and they're doing a good job, you just feel like you have this relationship with him, take this paperwork back to him and said, hey, Zinnia said this. Can you change it? They're either going to say yes or no. And if they say no, well, we've earned your business, hopefully. And if they say yes, then, you know, I hope to see you down the road and good luck, right? And so that's how we run our shop here at Zinnia Wealth Management, us and all the advisors. And again, that portfolio x-ray is golden. So many people appreciate that. And that's just the first step to entry into the Zinnia Wealth Management firm. 
Well, if you look at 2022, it was kind of a year of transition. I mean, we had inflation at a 40-year high, and then we had interest rates going up 4.25%. Okay, so if you were saying, I can't get anything at the bank for my money, CDs, I can't do anything with bonds, I can't. Well, some of these things are starting to change, and this might be a year where you move a little money around. And to get some guidance on that, give Sharice a call. Give us a call at Zinnia Wealth, and let's schedule a portfolio x-ray. We'll do it for you at no charge. We'll get a good idea about where you are with risk. Maybe we need to make an adjustment there. Uh, fees. Why would you put some more of that money in your pocket instead of somebody else's? Uh, taking a look at bonds, taking a look at interest rates, taking a look at taxes, all of that under the umbrella of the portfolio x-ray. And we'll do it for you at no charge. Give us a call at 833-368-3680. That's 833-368-3680. And let's get a date on calendar. You can do this this way, too. You can go to our website, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. And up at the top there, you're going to see a big blue button that says uh, schedule your complimentary retirement review and click on that and you'll be on your way. We're going to take a break. After we've looked back, why don't we look forward a little bit? And there's some news out there in the retirement landscape. Congress did something right at the end of the year. They passed another retirement law. And you need to know about this, especially if you're getting close to retirement or in retirement. We'll talk about it coming up on Retirement Coffee Talk. Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, you can find us at ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, Wealth.com. When you do, hit the event tab there. The calendar opens up. It's a brand new year, and we're underway with more Zinnia U on the 17th, College of Central Florida in Ocala, and on the 18th, the Villages. So, Sharice, speaking of the Villages, you've got your office uh, up and running there now. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Yes. Yeah, so actually the furniture shows up today, but we got our CEO the other day, our contractor, one of the best contractors. And I've heard about his name before, BWC. His name's Brian and is uh, one of his guys that is his right-hand man, Giovanni. They were on it and got my CEO done but before the end of the year, like requested and just such a great company and contract. I've worked with contractors for years. You've all heard me talk about it, but this one was... I was impressed and it's beautiful. I, like love I'm, it. I came up with the design because it was an empty shelf and then started talking about how we wanted it set up. And then the contractors were just like, how about this? And how about this? We kind of worked really well together, which is unusual. And um, just they got it done quickly and everything they said, it, it just happened. And uh, if there was an ordering issue, of course, that slowed a couple of things down, but they were still able to get this stuff faster than expected. So super happy. And we'll start seeing clients in the villages come here in the next week or so as soon as that furniture gets in there. Nice. So if you're listening to us, I mean, all over central Florida, you've got an office in Gainesville, an office now in the villages, certainly your office in Ocala and the office down in Beverly Hills. And then we also talk about you putting together the financial services center. And that way people can come in and they can not only talk about their investments and building a financial plan, but they can also talk uh, about taxes with your people that you've worked with for many years, talk about wills and trusts, talk about second mortgages, all sorts of different things that people would need as they go into the retirement space. 
And if that's where you are, you're getting closer to retirement, and that's where we all are. We're getting there. We're in there. Uh, we want to know what's going to happen as we go into this new year. So uh, as we took a look back in our first segment, let's take a look forward in this segment. And there are still people out there that say we have a ways to go with this drop in the stock market. This is Eddie Gabor on Fox Business. We've lost trillions of dollars of wealth the most amount of wealth we've ever lost as a country. That's going to have a very negative impact on consumer demand. And that's why I think we're going to see this next leg down over the next few months. So we've talked about the different legs down in a, in a market. We've talked about, you know, the, the three different legs. The first one, about 10 to 13 percent. We saw that. The next one is about down about 20 percent. We've seen that. And the third one is supposed to add the two together. And that's going to be another 20 or 30 percent. And if that comes true, Cherie, somebody could be looking at their account right now and go, I don't like what happened. But if we recover, I'm fine. But if we go down another 20 or 30 percent, I am not fine with that at all. You know, Randy. I am not fine with that either. <laughs> right. And so, I mean, I was doing some reviews at the end of, in December and a lot of people, we had some cash on the sidelines and they were so antsy. And they're like, Sharice, I, you know, the market's going up now. We should get back in the market. I'm like, I really feel like come next year, we're going to have another drawdown. We're going to be right where we're at now or worse. I'm like, there's no rush. And it's so hard to understand that sometimes and and we really cannot predict we really don't know what what if it doesn't happen what if the market mm -hmm. just skyrockets i don't see that happening i think we're going to go lower before we go back up of course and if that's the case i just hope the people who are in retirement are getting ready for retirement don't have all of their money in that bucket because how can you take income off a bucket that just goes down right a lot of people do that randy nine out of ten people plan for taking money out of a bucket in a portfolio with wherever their advisor is sitting or if they're managing it themselves and they take money out of that portfolio. And I don't understand the theory or the concept behind it. So we need to make sure we have some cash on the sidelines or we have some safe money. And there's so many alternatives out there right now, CDs, annuities, structured notes, you name it. There's so many things out there that we could take a few of those dollars, at least for the, the dollars that you're going to live on for the next two, three or four or five years. We could put it in these other buckets and they're going to do great too, right? I mean, I like a 5% bucket, a fixed guarantee of 5% with liquidity. Why don't we take a couple of those dollars and put it there? Why even deal with this roller coaster and having to watch the stock market or Fox News every morning thinking, is it or isn't it? And put your body through the stress and that mental negative pursuit for the next three months. That's why I encourage people, let's take money off the poker table put it in this bucket where we can live off these dollars so that you don't have to pay attention to the stock market or the news every day. You don't have to put that negativity in your life because in retirement, you don't want to trade the stress of work for the stress of retirement. But if you have it all in stocks and bonds, guess what? You are trading the stress of work for the stress of retirement because now you're stressing out about what your money's doing. And we say this all the time. Let's get control of our assets. Let's get in control of the plan, get in control of our income, and let's make better sense of it. The buy and hold approach is not the best approach. If you, and it's definitely not by far, if you're living off those dollars, that, that's a almost a guarantee to run out of money if you don't stop taking money out of it when the market does hemorrhage like it has been. So what is your plan? How are you going to stop these losses if they come our direction? Because I have a feeling they're coming. We can't stop it. And then what is your plan? Do you have a plan? Have you even talked to somebody about what is next? What am I going to do? Because I know there's people listening, Randy, right now that are thinking, yeah, that's me, Sharice. I've, 
I've got all my money in the stock market. Mm-hmm. I've got a very limited amount of cash right now. And for the next 12 months, I have to live off $80,000 a year. And I hope you are not going to be pulling that out of the stock market as it's going down. And as it's recovering, you don't want to pull it out then either. You need to make some money, get back to even, and then make some money from there before you pull out. That's really the best strategy. And there are so many ways to do that. But it does take time. It does take a little work from your financial advisor. It takes a little bit of hand holding and planning and putting it on paper, putting it on the big screen. All of our clients feel very secure about what we're doing here because we show them their income plan. They want to know that they're okay. And they want to know when the stock market goes down, if we have some money in that account, did it derail our entire plan? And the answer is no, because they're not pulling money out of that bucket, right? And they're probably not losing a whole lot of money either if we've repositioned a lot of these assets into dividend funds because they're still getting paid on those. So having a strategy, putting it on paper, writing it down so that you understand it. And if you're sitting there listening to our show today and you're saying, Sharice, I have this knot in my stomach and I really don't know what my portfolio is doing. It sounds good. My advisor sounds good, smells good, looks good, but I don't really understand what's coming out of his mouth, mm-hmm. right? If that's the case, then there is a problem. You have to understand the language your advisor is communicating to you, that the guidance that they're supposed to be giving you so that you have absolute confidence in what the advisor is doing and what your plan is doing so that you can feel comfortable today booking that cruise on the new World Caribbean icon that opens up in 2024 and spending a boatload of money and not worrying about your dollars because it's not all going to be a crapshoot. You know, Sharice, I was just, as you were going through all that, I was thinking, I wonder what our show sounded like this time last year. What were we saying into the new year 2022? You and I have been doing this show for eight, nine years now. No, 10 years, Randy. 10 years now? You are fired. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 10 years. It's our 10th yeah. year. My gosh. All right. So in 10 years, can you really pinpoint a year where we have had as much change financially as we did in 2022. We never had inflation like this over the last 10 years. We have never had interest rates like this over the last 10 years. We have had probably some down, down markets. I know 2015 was a down year and we had some, we had some down years, but I don't know that we have had a year like this. So 2023 should open up to you a brand new book and say, you know what? This is what we're dealing with now. This is how the economy has changed. How do I respond to that? And I think what you talked about there is even if the market goes up, what is the harm in looking at some fixed products to make sure you've got income for the future? If you're locking them in at four or five percent, how does that hurt? You know, I mean, even if the market does go up and if the market goes down, you're going to feel pretty good about that. So many people come into my office are getting ready to retire or they've been in retirement And they're still looking for the seven plus return. And really in retirement, you're in decumulation phase. You should be looking for an average of four to 6% over the next 10 years, not seven to 10%, but some people still do that. And those people are the ones that have this roller coaster and have more stress in their lives. And it's more complicated. And if you have a million dollars, and this is the average person, say you have a million dollars. If you lose 30% because the market went down, are you going to be poor? The answer is, yeah. I mean, you're not poor, poor, You're not, you know, but you're poor. You're not going to be booking any trips. You're not going to be doing any of this stuff. You're going to be clipping coupons. You're not going to be buying that car you need over the next five years because if it lost 30, it takes 43% to get back to even, which can take six to seven years, depending on when it all took place, maybe five. But that's a long period of time. But let me ask you a question. If you have a million dollars and you just made 30%, 
is that going to make you rich? And the answer is no. You're not going to change your spending habits. You're not all of a sudden going to go buy that Prevost or the RV for 200 grand because you made 30%. So what is it? What is your risk to reward? What is it worth to you? You've all heard the turtle and the hare, right? Mm-hmm. Slow and steady, right? Slow race. and steady wins the race. It's singles and doubles. We're not looking for home runs. Yes, we're going to have home run years, but that's not our goal. Our goal is steady eddy. We're going to bob and weave. Let's make sure those income checks come to you every month. And even the bob and weavings coming up and down or all around, that doesn't change those checks because we want you to continue to enjoy your retirement for the next 30 years. We, we want money to be left over for your beneficiaries if that's what you would like, right? Some people want to spend their last dollar in their last breath. That's okay too. But we just don't want your retirement plan to be derailed because there was no plan in place. Yep. That's the key right there is do you have a plan in place? Have you sat down and talked through this? Have you done the math on your retirement? And if you haven't, let's make 2023 the year that you do that. Give us a call at Zinnia Wealth. Z-I-N-N-I-A wealth.com is our website. Real easy there. Click on that big blue button or give us a call. We'll do that free portfolio x-ray for you at 833-368-3680. 833-368-3680. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, while you were away on some holiday vacations, Congress was doing some things about retirement and they passed something right before the end of the year. You need to know about it. We'll tell you all the details coming up next on Retirement Coffee Talk. Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, Wealth.com. Everybody just getting back from their holiday breaks. And we we got the story. Sharice went up to uh, North Carolina and got knee-deep in the snow up there, and uh, which it, that was pretty good timing. You know, you go to North Carolina to hope for a little snow, and then you get eight inches. Not bad. Yeah, and I snowboarded, and I kept up with my kids and was going down some serious, serious – I didn't go down blacks. Okay, I will, I will admit that, but I went down the rest. <laughs> but uh, I did well. I, I fell only a few times. I am at the chiropractor three days a week now. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> I'm now getting laser on my shoulder. Oh, I'm just like, my, my, my chiropractor, Dr. Swenson, he's amazing. He's like, you know, you're not 30 anymore and you're you're just oh, mid 40s. He's like, why are you snowboarding? I'm like, because I feel like I'm 20 inside. Yeah, so. yeah. But I did good, but I, I paid for it. I get such a kick out of people who are in their 30s and 40s saying, man, I'm slowing down. I go, wait till you get to your 60s. <laughs> it yeah. really starts to hurt. And then you talk to somebody who's in their 80s and go, wait till you get to your 80s. You know. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you this much, Randy. When I am on a snowboard, and I'm in the snow and I'm going fast and I'm carving and I'm kind of a rock star at uh-huh. snowboarding for some reason. I was like, like, I felt like I had never stopped doing it. I feel like complete peace. Like, I, huh. there's no other time in my life except for I'm in the snow, I'm on that board, that I have such a clear head. It's crazy to me. I'm just like, I might need to go up there more because I feel absolutely clear-minded. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm so stressed out. <laughs> I'm trying not to bust my butt. Yeah. Whatever it is. But I just feel it like at ease. It's the weirdest feeling. I wish we could all experience that at least once a week. If you're not in the snow a lot, if you grew up in it, you know what I'm talking about. But when you go out in the snow and it's actually snowing, it's such a quiet, wonderful feeling. It's a a magical kind of a thing. That's very true. 
But I gave up Minnesota for this, so yep. <laughs> there you go. All right, so this happened back in 2019, right at the end of the year. Congress passed a retirement rule called Secure Act 1.0, and they've been working on 2.0 for all this time, ever yes. since, to try to update it. And they passed it uh, right at the end of the year, right before Christmas, and President Biden has signed it. So Secure Act 2.0 is now law. And mm-hmm. there are a number of things in there that uh, are new. One of the big ones that we're just going to key in on here is they've changed the RMD age, the required minimum distribution age, which is when you have to start taking money out of your IRAs and your 401ks from 72 to 73. And that is in effect immediately. So this year, 2023, the new age is 73. They're going to move it up to 75 gradually over the next 10 years. Who knows? We'll we'll deal with that as we get to it. But 73 is the new year. Yes. So this summer, when we were teaching our classes, we started talking about this was on the docket for changes Mm -hmm. that at age 73, and I knew it was going to get passed, it was too easy not to get passed, that that would be the new RMD age, which is fantastic, and that over the 10 years, it was going to be pushed out to age 75, which is fantastic, especially for a financial planner like me, because it gives me so much more fun things that we can do in our portfolio, like Roth conversions Mm -hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff, which in tax planning, and here's the interesting thing. Right now, this is the year. Let's let's say you are 72 this year. Mm-hmm. Guess what? If you're listening to the show for the first time, you thought you had to take your RMDs this year, and you don't. Yeah. Boom! Yay! Yay! Let's all applaud. Now, you will have to take it at 73. So next year, 2024, you'll have to take it. Now, if you turned 72 last year, right, 2022, mm-hmm. yes, you have to take your RMD this year, okay. just so you know. So that is the clean slate. It doesn't get any easier, any more confusing than that. So, Sharissa, so, this gives you more time to do conversions. Somebody yes. walks through the door, they're age 65, and they've got a million dollars in their 401k. Yay, good going. Okay, so now you've got a $300,000 tax bill that you didn't <laughs> didn't know about. And so now it's time to start maybe doing some conversions and maybe $50,000 at a time or $100,000 at a time and progressively doing this toward your retirement date when you have to take that money. And another year, that kind of helps out that process, doesn't it? It really does. So why, Randy, would anybody want to roll an IRA or a 401k or any kind of retirement account over to a Roth? Do you know the rules? Do you know why? Uh, because you can pay the taxes later and not, or you pay the taxes now <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the discounted rate because we're at discounted rates right now, right? Yes. Okay. So, gotcha. <laughs> just playing with you. And not everybody needs to roll an IRA or retirement account over to a Roth, Randy. It all depends what our projected income streams are going to be in the future. Okay. So, I'll give you a grand old example from last year, back in December, back in December, like it was forever ago. And in the villages, a couple came in and they had been rolling over their IRAs to a Roth. And I said, congratulations, great idea. They're they're only doing about $30,000 a year. And they have another 100,000 that they wanted to roll over by end of 2022. And I said, well, why don't we just roll over 50 so we can spread out the tax bill And then in 2023, in January, we can go ahead and move the rest because they're trying to take exposure off the table at the same time. And they're like, okay, great idea. I was like, but before you do this, if you're not going to sit with my CPA and you have a CPA you like, please contact them because we're at the deadline here. I don't know your situation. It was a first appointment. So I didn't know their situation well enough. I didn't get to see a tax return. I said, just call them and make sure this is the best plan for you. And we were just dialing into their needs and wants and what their income 
is likely going to be in the future, but they left a few things out. They called me before the end of the year and they said, hey, my CPA said that we shouldn't roll the IRA over to the Roth. I went, oh, that's interesting. At first, I'm like, "Mm, that doesn't make sense to me. But I said, tell me why. And they said, well, we're going to be in such a smaller income bracket later on in five years that it made sense not to do it. So I was puzzled by that because when we sat down, we went through their income plan. That wasn't the information that I got. I guess what their income basics are going to be versus their wants had changed since the moment I sat down with them. I said, okay, well, if if your income is only going to be $60,000 a year, maybe you don't need to roll over an IRA to a Roth. But if it really is going to be over a hundred grand, 80 to a hundred, 120, then you really do need to consider rolling your IRAs over to a Roth. So again, it all depends what your future income is, number one. And what they forgot is that they're going to have to take RMDs from that later that will actually bump them into the next tax bracket. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think CPAs can be not completely accurate and they're just kind of checking off a box and they're not really dialing into the why and where we stand today in taxes. Because right now taxes are basically they're on sale, Mm -hmm. right? Because um, we got a couple more years before taxes really do probably go up here and If you can get out of those IRAs while the market's down, put them into a Roth, you pay the tax bill on the smaller rollover, you let the Roth grow back to where it was. If you lost 20, it'll come back up 20, hopefully here in the next year or two. And then all that growth is all tax-free and it keeps growing, growing, growing tax-free. You never have to pay taxes on that ever again. So I didn't really understand the rhyme and reason, but I'm not going to fight with a CPA when I just met these people for the first time. So you just got to go with what you got to go with. But honestly, I think it wasn't great information. They should have had at least had rolled 25000 in my opinion. So moral of the story is, you know, we need some time to get to know you to really figure out what your future income is. And if that's your future income, is that really your future income? Do you plan on selling some of your IRAs to buy a car and then to go on a cruise and do this every year? Because I don't know if people are telling their CPAs, hey, this is my income, but I'm going to be doing this every year for the next 10 years because this is my go-go years. This is my healthiest. I want to enjoy my retirement. And I don't think the CPAs take enough time to learn their clients like we do here, unfortunately. So moral of the story is, You have so much time now, if you're in your 60s, to consider rolling your IRAs over to a Roth. And you can do it little pieces at a time. Some people want to do bigger pieces at a time. You spread out that tax bill while taxes are lower right now. And then later on, while your incomes are coming to you, when you're 73, remember your RMD phase, you have to pull money out of those those IRAs. If you didn't do these rollover conversions to Roths, you by law have to pull money out every year. And that's going to bring the tax bucket up, right? And then if you're taking Social Security, say you're somebody that's waited to take Social Security age 70, it's just a it's a double whammy, another mm-hmm. provisional tax form that you have to worry about. So this is a, a wonderful thing what they're doing for us. They're giving us an extension so we can actually roll more money over, especially if taxes go up in the future. And again, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know how much they're going to go up. All I know, we've seen some really, really, really high numbers in the past. And we're headed that direction, truly, because we're in so much debt, unless there's a miracle that happens. And all of a sudden, we we have a surplus in our nation (laughs) instead of a deficit. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. So who pays the tax man? The people who save the most amount of money. So big corporations are about to get hit with their buybacks. And retirees are going to keep continuing to get hit because of these RMDs. They have to pull off of any of the dollars they've saved in a retirement account. So this is truly a great time to convert IRAs to a Roth. If you ever need a roof, 
and you had to pull twenty grand out of your IRA, pull twenty five grand just to pay the tax bill, also mm-hmm. an extra five thousand to pay that tax bill. So why yeah. not convert a couple of bucks? You know, again, there's a math equation. We do it for everybody who comes into our office. We'll do the math. We'll figure out. Are you the perfect person to roll an IRA to a Roth or are you pretty set and you can afford to handle the tax bill when it comes to you based on your income and based on what you had saved? And that's what you really need to know. We've talked a lot on the show about the idea of taking money from your IRAs and your 401ks and rolling it over to a Roth for tax purposes. And that might be a really good reason for you to book a meeting at Zinnia Wealth and get that portfolio x-ray. And part of that is going to be taking a look at your tax liabilities, not only this year, but well into the future, looking at your income. How much are you going to have to pay in taxes in your 70s and in your 80s? And, uh, you know, our biggest retirement asset many times is our 401k. So let me ask you this question about that, Cherise. We put all this emphasis on when the government tells us we have to take that money. But if you retire when you're 68 years old and you've got a million dollars in a 401k, that's going to be your biggest retirement asset. People are probably going to take money out of that anyway. It probably gives you a little more freedom, I would think, that you could take the amount that you need out of that 401k instead of the amount that the government says you have to take out of the 401k. So I I would think it gives you some freedom in the future. It absolutely gives you freedom. You get to pull less out based on what the government tells you you have to take. And then if you do need dollars or you don't need any more income, you don't have to pull it out of your Roth. It gives you absolute freedom. It helps with liquidity. When you pass away, the legacy goes to your beneficiaries tax-free. In the IRA, it's totally taxed, and they have to cash it out over 10 years. So if it's about legacy, then roll it, the money to a Roth. If it's about, hey, I'll deal with the tax bill, keep it. It's just going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to damage the amount of money you can take out or you're going to have to take out more to pay the tax bill. So and we know taxes are going up. And even if it's little baby steps and you're going to live 20, 25 years in retirement, can you imagine the baby steps that we're going to go through over the next 10 to 15 years? It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. And you're going to wake up 10 years down the road saying, dang it. I wish I would have done just a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It happens all the time. I mean, there's people out there right now that says, Sharice, where were you 20 years ago? Why didn't I start doing this in the 90s? I was like, I didn't know you in the 90s. (laughs) And most advisors said they didn't know what they didn't know. They're like, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. So, you know, keep your 401k. Don't invest in the the Roth. And they're all saying now, gosh, I wish I would have invested some. And that's 10, 20 years later. And you're going to do the same thing in 10 years. So... You know, it's not broke. This is sprinkling some new ideas and just just in case. We do a lot of lists on the show. And if you look back at some of the regrets that people have when they're in retirement, one is I didn't save enough. Number two is I wish I would have got more financial help. And number three might be uh, I wish I would have thought more about taxes in retirement because all of a sudden you're taking all this money out of your IRA and your 401k and the government's taken, you know, a, a lot of money. And you got a big tax bill when you're in your 70s and when you're in your 80s. And nobody counted on that because we've all been told you'll make less money in retirement. You'll pay less taxes. And that's not really the way it's all working out. Give us a call at Zinnia Wealth and we'll run a portfolio x-ray for you. And part of that is taking a look at your taxes, not only this year, but next year, the next five, the next 10, all the way into your 80s and 90s to know what your tax liabilities are going to be and what can we do about that right now. 
Give us a call. We'll run that for you at no charge. 833-368-3680. 833-368-3680 or zinniawealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A wealth.com. Big blue button there that says schedule your complimentary retirement review, and that'll get you on your way. We'll take a break and come right back with more Retirement Coffee Talk. Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, you can find us at ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. Okay, Sharice, you have to tell me the story. You said you had a story about Wagyu beef. What is all oh. that about? What's going on <laughs> yeah. there? Okay, so I went to Mark's Prime in Ocala mm-hmm. and um, sat outside. And I only go there maybe twice a year. And a neighbor and a couple of us went there. And it was really nice. And the, one of those specials was Wagyu steak. And okay. I went, you know, I've never had that. I've had Wagyu beef, like for burgers. The server was, he was a pretty neat guy. And I said, tell me about this Wagyu steak. Because it was a special. It was expensive. And I don't usually buy expensive meals. Number one, I'll get the salmon or something like that. And I was like, what the heck? It's New Year's. And why not? You okay. know, and indulge. And so he told me the story about, you know, it is the world's best tasting steak. And I looked at him. I went, I can't believe he just threw that out. Like, it's the world's best. You know who I am? Like, I make the world's best steak. Like, I make, nobody makes better steak than me. All right. And I was like, okay. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I probe. I'm like, what do you mean? The world's best. And he's like, no, I am telling you, ma'am, this is the world's best steak. I went, what? So we walked away. I looked at everybody at the table. I'm like, the world's best. What does that actually mean? And he came back. He's like, it's, it's very marbled. I went, okay, I like a fatty steak. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck? I want to test this guy and see if he's accurate about the world's best steak. And the steak came back, and it was only four ounces. It was so little. I'm like, I'm not going to be full off this, but that's okay. This is fun. It's an experience. And I took my first bite into the steak, and I went, I went, <laughs> Shaft of light comes down from above. I am Angel going starts to singing. tell you. Okay. I was getting ready to tell him how he was inaccurate about it being the world's best. It was the world's best steak. It was no, good. Okay. It was beyond good. It was amazing. And then he nice. walked away and it was finished. He came back. I'm like, you got to tell me why this is the world's best steak because this is so incredible. And he pulled up, he went back to the chef. He, he brought it back and he showed me a picture and he showed me the steak that was so marbleized or I don't even know the right terminology for it, but. I said, oh, my gosh, I can see why without even tasting it, it could be the world's best steak. And then I'm like, so what do they do to get these so fatty? And he went, well, let me come back. He went to the chef, poor chef, and he came back. He's like, okay, so this is so interesting. I didn't know this. He's like, do you know that they feed them beer and sake? They get to listen to music. They get massaged with a brush. They wear jackets when it's cold. And they don't have numbers. They have names. I went, he blew my mind, Randy. I'm like, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, no, that's not good. I've got to go visit a farm. You just ate Bessie. (laughs) No. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, gosh. Now that we're saying it out loud, it is kind of horrible. But I couldn't believe the love that went into what they do here. I went, now, you know, I didn't feel bad about it till now, Randy. Thank Uh. you very much. So, anyways, I had to share my 
a food experience. I'm a foodie. All right. And um, just the story uh, behind it. And so, anyways, uh, Happy New Year's. There and you go. I hope nobody's mad at me for telling that story. Uh, I don't think so. All right. Okay. Well, good. Mm. Well, we want to put as much love into your portfolio yes. and your planning as they put into Wagyu I might not beef. brush you <laughs> or give you sake. I can play some music, and okay. I offer a warm jacket. Uh, there you go. All right. <laughs> well, here's an example of not getting very good service, and that is when people are in a 60-40 portfolio. Now, we talked about this a lot last year because the 60-40 portfolio, which means 60% stocks and 40% bonds, is something that Wall Street has said, if you put your money in this configuration, you're going to be just fine. Through thick and thin, you'll be just fine. Well, 2022, it was the worst year for the 60-40 portfolio since the 1930s. It's amazing, yeah. So, and the reason probably for that is what we talked about, interest rates. You know, bonds are, are, are really doing poorly because of interest rates. And now interest rates are going up, bonds are going down. So, Sharice, now that interest rates have gone back up, okay, we're at 4.2 and they figure that the Fed is going to keep doing that. Does that change how the 60-40 portfolio is going to perform this coming year? Does it look a little better for that portfolio? Uh, let me get the crystal ball out real quick. Hold on. <laughs> and it says, possibly. This is awesome. Ask again later. <laughs> Ask again later. Let me shake it again. Stop shaking the ball. <laughs> so, um, you know, if interest rates continue to go up, even a little bit, it's going to hurt bonds still. Um, yeah. It depends if it's short-term or long-term bond or if it's a mutual fund or exchange-traded fund. Um, there's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of uncertainty in that category. So I think we're not sure 100% yet, but there is optimism mm -hmm. to adding the bonds back to the portfolio. But the high rate of return expectation, I don't know if they're saying it because they just want people to take their cash and invest back into bonds. And you know how the stock market talk, they want to get you excited and revved up because they want they, the, the nation needs you to invest your money. So they're going to say anything they can doesn't mean they're wrong, but I still think that bonds are down. So if bonds go up and interest rates go down, everything's going to work out in a nice little wash. But I don't know yet. But it doesn't mean sprinkling a few bonds in your portfolio, going back into them a little bit doesn't make sense. You know, I would maybe encourage it. And in our office, we're, we're relooking at some of the different type of bonds out there. But we want to be very careful because the mutual fund bonds, I'm just I'm staying away from things that I can control, like the exchange traded funds, index funds, the I bonds, the, the short term treasuries, maybe. Um, there's a lot of things out there, but being extra cautious because they're talking about bonds and 60-40 portfolio, Randy, don't get too excited because it depends on the bonds that your manager's putting you in. And some manager says, no, we're staying short term. And some managers say, no, we're going long term. They all have their own vision, their own different like mm -hmm. lottery ticket. Nope, this is going to happen or no, this is going to happen. So you want to tread lightly. Just walk a thin line and don't get too heavy. Um, so we're being very watchful. I mean, back in 2021, we're saying, hey, it's time to pull back the reins on bonds. We said bonds are going to have a hard time, and we were right, and they, they did. And we reallocated our clients' monies to different types of bonds, and we also put them in other alternatives. And so this year, we're forward-thinking, and we're watching, but we're, we're treading lightly. We want to be sure because if interest rates do change and they go up, more than we're hoping, then it's, we're going to be in the same situation. So just don't jump. We never want to jump. We'd like to feel it out for a few months because if it does go up and we lose a couple of points percentage-wise to make sure we didn't lose 5%, 
it makes the most sense. So we just let's make sure we analyze your portfolio. What kind of bonds do you have now? Because the bonds you're in now, the likelihood of your managers changing your bonds aren't going to change. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure if you're going to change them and you're going to stay committed to the 60-40, you are that 40% in bonds, if that's where you sit, that is the right bonds. And every year, we might have to change those, mm-hmm. right? So we want to be extra cautious. Well, that's a, that's a great point. The 60-40 portfolio was kind of that set it and forget it kind of a portfolio where, you know, this should go through thick and thin. This should go through up markets and down markets. Well, it sure didn't perform well last year. And who knows what it's going to do this year with interest rates. Maybe you look into some of the other fixed products that Sharice has been talking about throughout the show. There are other alternatives now that uh, where interest rates have helped, you know, 4.2%. Could You know, this year, at, at this time last year, Sharice and I were not talking about 4% interest rates and 4% yeah. returns. We yeah. are now. So right. this is something certainly to sit down and talk to Sharice well, about. And on top of that, if you were in those bonds that lost 12%, we have to pray and hope and all the above and wait for that rain dance, do the rain dance to, to get it back to even first. And by the time we get it back to even, does it start to go backwards again? So there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts out there. So are there other things that can get you back to even in the next month or 60 days? And then you can go back into bonds later. And I'm going to say, yes, there absolutely are. And um, you just have to come see us and we'll, we'll show you the light and we'll show you where they're at. And it's just called bobbing and weaving throughout retirement and making the money work the best that you can. But it's hard to figure it out on your, your own, of course. Well, we talk about making a financial resolution to sit down and talk through your retirement, get it down on paper. Let's do the math on it. We have gone through a year. 2022 was a big year for change. Inflation, highest we've had in 40 years. Interest rates went up at... over the year. That's what the Fed has done, and they're not done yet. They say that they're going to raise them some more. This makes maybe that 60-40 portfolio that you had kind of outdated so that you sat there, and a lot of that money was in NASDAQ. It was in tech because that's what was working. Maybe that's not where you should be. Maybe it's time for an analysis, a look. We call it a portfolio x-ray. Let's peel back the layers and find out exactly where you are, what your prospects are for the future. Let's talk about risk. Let's talk about interest rates. Let's talk about fees. Let's talk about taxes. Let's get it all down on paper. We'll do it for you at no charge. 833-368-3680. 833-368-3680 or ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. Click on that big blue button there that says schedule your complimentary retirement review. We'll ask you to put in a little information there and our team will reach out to you. Sharice, that is all the time we have for today. I'll give you the last word on this one. What? That went by way too fast, Randy. (laughs) My goodness. Well, that was fun. Everybody, happy New Year's. And Get those New Year's resolutions intact and try to hold steady for at least three months, you know, health and fitness. A lot of people give up here uh, end of January, mid-February. Keep plowing through and get get your mindset. Make sure your financial wellness is in check and you're getting ready for the tax season here and you're coming in and seeing us and we're planning ahead of time and making sure your portfolio is going to be able to bob and weave the direction that you need it to, especially if you're taking income. And that's what we do here at Zinnia Wealth. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Live by design and not by default. And we'll see you here next week. This has been Retirement Coffee Talk. To find out more about how the strategies we've discussed on this program can build the retirement you've been wanting, call Zinnia Wealth at 352-368-3680 or visit us online at zinniawealth.com. 
Sharice Rivers is an investment advisor representative of Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sharice Rivers is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Sharice Rivers, NPN Insurance License Number 8718011.